Let's find who we are at first. Let's really connect to our inner version of who we are. And then instead of going from point A to point you know, B or Z, whatever, you're not dislocating yourself from space and time. You're actually staying present in space and time, and then you expand yourself. Welcome to Masajati's podcast, Exponential Intelligence, where you can transform simply by listening. Experience the power of frequencies and the next step in consciousness evolution. So have you been watching the Olympics at all? Uh, yeah, bits and pieces. Yeah. yeah, I love it. It's, I've been um, watching it too. And it's fun because, <clears throat> you know, how often, like, you know, how often do you really watch snow cross? <laughs> like, no. You can just like never really yeah. watch it. Uh, so, or can, I guess. But I, I wanted to ask you about the, you know, we see these Olympians and obviously mm-hmm. they're dedicate their lives to this. They've been doing this since they were kids. And it's yeah, like every yeah. four years and just, and then it's heartbreak sometimes when you watch them and they just, aren't on that day or that's true. Yeah. And it's just like, it's heartbreaking, but I can't help to think like those people have some type of inner, um, I don't know what it is. It's like a, a gear inside of themselves to dedicate themselves to that degree, to that one sport. Where does that come from? And is there any connection to the XI way of life or thinking around that? Do you, do you have any thoughts on that? The athletes, they can push their bodies more, they can do a lot more, especially with, you know, the flips in the air and all that, that they do nowadays, you know, compared to like, say a decade ago, and you might go, well, we've got better athletes and so on like that. And yes, you know, we do have better athletes, better technology, but outside of all that, the universe is changing, you know, space time is changing. It's becoming more and more efficient. So as it becomes more and more efficient, just like, um, you know, just like your phone back in the day, you couldn't do much with it. But because the technology is advanced, right? The technology is advanced. You can do a lot more with it. I mean, it's more powerful than, you know, the, the computer that they use to send, you know, this first spacecraft to the moon. Same thing with space time. It's always a accelerating or say creating more efficiencies within itself. So uh, the humans, that are in that field and even like, you know, scientists that spend, uh, you know, send spaceships to the orbit, they're actually starting to see that their trajectory or their say mathematics have to change because again, of the efficiencies that space-time is creating itself in. So it's really an amazing uh, observation. So with the Olympians who are Mm -hmm. dedicating themselves for years and years and years and really don't know what the outcome is going to be, they're not going to maybe get that gold medal right? What is it that drives their desire to want to reach that podium? It's actually the same desire that, you know, a lot of high level business people have, you know, uh, or somebody that has a really say deep goal to fix something in the world. It's really the same pattern. And uh, so for specifically, I've worked on, you know, a few gold medalists, uh, older, you know, people who have won the gold medal, but they're having, say, uh, personal problems or personal issues. So they've come to me. So you would think somebody that that was so successful that they gained a gold medal in something. Why is their life so destructive? Does that make sense? Or you see it in a lot of athletes, Cheryl. You see a lot of athletes, they're so successful, but then they go home and abuse their wives or they're still addicted to things and so on. You know, so you have to ask yourself questions like that. Or in case of, say, you know, the, the you know, these Olympians, 
what are a lot of them they get depressed or their life starts to fall apart even especially if they did win a medal it's like now what do i do their whole life was based on that one focal point which is a detriment so what i've done with individuals high level athletes and uh, again a couple of gold medalists is that you know what so that that pressure that they use to create perfection in themselves okay uh, and there's a caveat to that, and so I'll just explain that in just a second. But that pressure can be used to go, hey, you know what? Let's 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 move, say, that opportunity for you or that pressure that you used. Let's use it as a propellant for you to create massive, say, success in your own life. So here's the difference: they use that pressure to say perfect their skill. That makes sense. A lot of people do that. A lot of people use that pressure to create, say, mass success in business, and then they destroy themselves. Uh, these Olympians, they they create that pressure to, uh, again to create mass, say, precision in their physical skills. But what happens is that they disconnect from their identity of who they really are. They become literally a robot, and that's the distortion. They forget about, say, the grander version of who they are. Most people actually disconnect themselves. And you can tell the people that do that. I'm not, I'm not saying all people do that, but most individuals who create great success, for example, and then after their success, after their win, after their you know claim of fame, they drop off the cliff and they go, I'm depressed. You know, uh, you know, I want to commit suicide. Right? You'll see a lot of those Olympians back in the past. Look at how many people Olympians have committed suicide. This is the reason why. You know, or a lot of business people. Or uh, uh, look, I mean, the rampant, uh, you know, entertainers industry. W you know what happened, right? That point again. Basically, the reason why is that they they created such perfection without bringing their higher self in. So they created disconnect. Again, they, they became time bound, as I would call it, not timeless. So there's a couple of things that are disadvantages to that. Once you dislodge from being connected to the zone, and you've heard the zone, right? Athletes get into the zone. Does that make sense to you? Um, well, there's a zone between your higher version of who you are. I call it the limitless self of who you are and that limited version of who you are. So those athletes literally to create, say, that much precision and whether you're a business person or, you know, a high level athlete or even an entertainer, you know, what you're doing is like you're separating yourself from the perfection of who you originally are and creating, trying to create perfection here at, at a physical level by repetition. Again, people who say escape, they go, God, I'm glad I'm out and disconnected from my life. And now I can focus in on what I'm doing. So they use it as escape mechanism. So when they stop doing whatever they're do doing, you know, excelling in, it's like, God, now I got to go back to my old self. They didn't learn anything. They didn't expand. Now there's a way to do it very differently is that again, and this is my book called Your Inner Expansion, where people go, I'm at point A. I want to go to point B or Z, whatever it is, whatever point you are, you displaced yourself in space time. Whenever you displace yourself, there's a disconnect. People, and again, um, the symptoms are, you know, the more successful they get, the more they need or the more they need to conquer. 
but again, the Olympians, once they conquer that, it's like, I can't go any higher than that. Does that make sense? So they've already disconnected. They need say more of a jolt. It's just like a heroin addict. They need more and more and more, you know, uh, unfortunately. So, but there is nowhere to go. There's no height to go. You know, people who have reached their epitome of success in their field, there's no more to go. So where do they go? They go down because again, it's a disconnect. So they need say more and more, say momentum in the physical realm to create success or happiness, which is very limited. What you want to do, and this is what I teach people to do, um, is like, no, wait, let's find who we are first at first. Okay. Let's really connect to our inner version of who we are. And then instead of going from point A to point you know, B or Z, whatever, you're not dislocating yourself from space and time. You're actually staying present in space and time, and then you expand yourself. And Cheryl, this is where those individuals who create mass success, you know, they, they're, they're, they're fantastically successful. They're gold medalists. They open up a business. They have happy families. They have, you know, so there's people like that already. You know, what's their secret? Well, I just told you their secret. They expanded who they are and they found out who they are. By the way, those people who do it that way and athletes, uh, you get hurt less. You recover a lot faster. You access your limitless potential. If you're looking for that, uh, you would need less drugs or whatever else that people use to enhance themselves. Uh, it's all, again, within you, that limitless self. So someone in the case of, of Caitlyn Jenner, in your opinion, from an XI perspective, is this someone who has reached that or getting closer to becoming who they were meant to be through having being a transgendered person, a yeah. former Olympian? who was kind of living a life because it was what was expected or kind of, you know what I mean? And then over the course of time, got to the point where she realized okay, that's not really who I am and I need to evolve. What is your point of view on, on the whole Caitlyn Jenner, formerly Bruce Jenner story? Yeah, and I can, and I can analyze them, by the way, um, and see what the real frequency or, you know, the, the top level reason on why he would, you know, uh, transform into a woman and there's nothing wrong. So Bruce, and it happens to, it, interestingly, yeah, it happens to a lot of people, um, uh, enough people, let's say like the Navy SEALs, you know, or, you know, guys that are say that way. Uh, and why are they that way? You know, uh, that's, you know, that's a different subject, but, and they prove to themselves. So like Bruce, for example, he's just, they don't understand at a deeper level of who they really are, right? Uh, and then they transform into, say, a woman in this case. So for Bruce back in the day, um, yeah. So his, his mom, uh, from what I'm seeing, uh, uh, under a lot of stress uh, on, the, on the mom's side, seems like there's alcoholism or something to that effect or abuse patterns. So Bruce never feels, uh, say, uh, safe or complete uh, because of basically his mom, right? And obviously it goes back deeper, but you know, how far can, do you want to go back? So in his life scenario, his mom is literally always trying to escape the family pattern, the family dynamics, okay? That mother frequency, again, a feminine frequency, say shifts, uh, comes into Bruce, which is a, which is a strong being, you know, a strong child, 
so the mother anchors in on Bruce, but the mother is a feminine frequency. Bruce is a masculine frequency. That makes sense. So what will happen is that the hardware, again, might be of a man, right? The software is now, say, shifted into, say, a woman frequency because of that intensity or that impact of whatever Bruce's mom is going through. And the dad, the father, not quite there from what I'm seeing. So over time, that identity is like, hey, you know, I'm a guy. No, wait, I'm a woman. No, wait, I'm a guy. I'm a woman. Again, so the, so the genetic functioning of Bruce starts to, say, shift. And then over time, you know, you get bullied in school, you know, because you're doing not what little boys do. So you push back. It's like, hey, look, I'm a boy. And again, this is Bruce's life. I could be way off, okay? But probably not. Uh, but, uh, you know, so you get bullied and it's like you keep pushing. It's like, hey, guys, look, I'm a guy. Look at me. I'm a guy. And then people like that. They keep, say, excelling in, say, guy type situations. This is the same way where um, guys become super aggressive or they look super macho or they do super guy things to go. Hey, look, guys, I'm a guy. Look, damn it. You know, I won all these medals. Look, you know, I'm a fast runner. I did this and this and this. I should be considered a guy. You know, look, I went into the you know Navy SEALs because, again, they don't understand. But what happens, again, because success and wealth, uh, love and so on is a magnifier. It's like for in Bruce's case, the more, uh, again, successful he, they got, the more they realize it's like, shit, there's two of me. You know, a masculine version, a feminine version. Does that make sense? And then it's like, shit, I think I'm more feminine. So he would have to say transfer into a feminine. But he went through the surgery and again, just reading him, he's not any happier because that disconnect is an, again, an eternal frequency. It's not a physical frequency. Okay. So, <clears throat> so whether he's Bruce's, you know, a guy or a girl, it doesn't really matter. You know, uh, the key is, is like, how are you connected or how are you say defining yourself at a space time level or at a frequency level? And that's what we have to really understand. So, <clears throat> and, 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 and so in the case of Bruce, uh, again, I, I'm sensing him, uh, and he's not any happier. He's just, say, hey, look, I'm this now. And it works for a while, but then that fades because that's not his real self either. And again, it's not the physical attributes, by the way. It's your internal frequency that you're running. It sounds to me like there might be two different camps of Olympians. The Olympians who are kind of forcing the square peg, you know, yeah, yeah. into the round hole, and then other people who are not who are really being themselves and achieving goals because it's actually who they really are. Yeah. And again, it's not the physical success because physical success can hide a lot of say distortions on the back end. Right. Uh, again, there's massive like entertainers that, you know, have the looks, have the, you know, the fortune and fame and all that stuff. And then again, they commit suicide. Right. There's athletes that do that as well. So again, it's not the physical success, but it, Michael Phelps, is he happy on the inside? You know, is he a normal, say, sane person, you know, everyday life? So, uh, and just reading uh, Michael Phelps, um, and I'll give you, okay, so the gold medalist, I'm not going to mention her name, um, but there's a reason why people want perfection, by the way. Okay. 
uh, and this is the sad case of it, is that those individuals who had created massive success or won a gold medal because of it, is it's it's because they've used that weakness, you know, to create say massive strength. Again, they're trying to get away. So this woman, uh, you know, her her mom unfortunately would always beat her up. She they'd get she'd get alcoholic and then she'd turn into somebody else and literally run after this this young beautiful kid. So she learned how to say escape. And that was her say pattern, escape, escape, escape. So through her whole life, she was escaping. She literally is running away. So she turned it into a positive. It's like, hey, I'm gonna go run. And she she got a gold medal for you know being one of the fastest, I forgot which um, sport it was. Uh, um, yeah, I forgot you know, if it was a sprint or whatever. Anyway that was her say underlying reason so she did the gold medal thing you know and she got, and now she's working unfortunately at a grocery store because she's still trying to escape she escapes her relationship she escapes pretty much everything she, she tries to escape her life and has committed almost uh or back in the day would have say committed or try to commit suicide to escape because you can't run Right? How far can you run? So with her, the reason is uh, again, you escape, you turn it into a positive. Most people, unfortunately, who become successful like that, they don't know how to shut that stick off, and it destroys them afterwards. So in this case, you know, I just help her shut that stick off. It's like, hey, wait, I don't need to escape my life anymore. I can just enjoy it, and it's a beautiful feeling. Um, so in that scenario, is there a you know a purpose or a weakness? that people have turned into, it's because of this, you know, people in Silicon Valley, you know, they were bullied, they were pushed around, right? They use that to perpetuate, say, massive success. Unfortunately, when they become massively successful, um, you know, they start to bully or they get bullied by their success and wealth, life and so on like that. So for the Olympians, there probably is a reason why they want to say, create such precision in time or precision in you know their art are they escaping something if they are uh i would suggest them having a session because we can turn that off and use it not to destroy yourself because that tool that they're using is still on so we can turn that off for you and you'll have a great life thanks for joining the episode you just listened to is encoded with frequencies of high consciousness It's normal if you begin to feel differently or confused. It's the process of change. For best results, observe and practice spatial referencing. Ask yourself, what if I could choose things differently? To learn more, subscribe to the Exponential Intelligence Podcast, sign up for the newsletter for exclusive information and offers, or join Maz on social media through the links in the show notes below.